is Amanda. And this is Chris. And this is Vocal Perspective. Hello, everyone. This is Amanda, and I'm here with Chris, as always. And back again. It's finally. so exciting. We've made it so far, Chris, that we actually have our first repeat guest. And I am so excited because it is my very dear and good friend, Ellie Brigida, who is doing something, Yay. a new project that's not acapella related, but it is so cool that we had to have her come on and talk about it because it premieres soon. Hi, Ellie. How are you? Hi, I'm so excited to be here. And I'm sorry that I'm working with instruments, but we're doing it. It's um, okay. It's okay. <laughs> Going against the That's grain the, here. I, think I, I need a shirt. I need a shirt that just says it's okay. Like <laughs> instruments for anything are okay. acapella difference. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Strings are okay. They're okay. We can't really Trumpets do that, that don't with our voice. from I mean, your mouth, they're okay. Darn it. They're okay. Why didn't anybody <laughs> tell me sooner? Other musicians are fine. <laughs> they're all right. We have to sometimes, sometimes like sometimes. play yeah, with oh others. Gosh. Okay. So Ellie, what we're talking about today is the flame. And I want you to tell the whole world about it because I am so excited. I am so excited as well. I've been working for over a year and a half on this project. It is taking over all of my life, but it is so exciting. It is a brand new podcast musical. And it centers around two queer women, which is very important to me. So the story of The Flame, it tells the story of two women, Jamie, who's a queer bar owner, and Sam, who's the woman selling the building the bar inhabits, and the inevitable sparks that fly between them. With the help of her best friend Heather and bar regular Joe, can the residents of The Flame keep the bar alive? Or can Sam's friend Mel help her work through her complicated feelings about her father's death, daddy issues and a lesbian thing, I know, and the building she grew up in (laughs) before she makes a rash decision? That's our synopsis. I mean, how could you not want to listen to it oh after gosh. that pitch? Right? That's my elevator pitch. Right now. Right now. <laughs> also, another part I of the elevator pitch. So much. The cast is wildly incredible. I'll be starring in it. But also, we have. That's Jen enough Col- right there. That's enough. If that's not enough. Yeah. For me, 100%. <laughs> it's enough for me. But we also have Jen Colella, who's a Tony nominated Broadway actress. What? We have Chalina Kennedy, who is on Broadway's Beautiful. We have Jasmine Savoy Brown, who is a very, very talented actress. She's most well known for HBO's Leftovers. She's going to be in the new Scream as well. The cast is wild. They're just so talented. And working with them has been really, really amazing. In am I correct? Is this like the first official podcast musical or is are there others? Like is this a trend? Is this something that's happened before? Yes, so it has happened before. So I don't want to like take credit and be like first. There have been a few others. There's 36 questions, which is a podcast musical with two cast members. One of those cast members is Jonathan Groff, which is obviously also amazing. Yeah. There is another newer one called Bleeding Love, but there's very few. So we're like one of a handful. Yeah, this is really on the groundbreaking, right at the groundbreaking level of this. I think it's exciting because I remember getting into podcasts a little late in the game. I really had my iPhone and everybody was like, hey, there's this like app on there. It's all free. And there's like stuff and you can go in there and like find like lots of stuff. People are talking about things. And to see that we're now at the point where we can actually hear a whole musical. I mean, especially during the time with quarantine when everything went away and we saw, at least I saw how much I was missing by not having live theater, live music. But I think there's still going to be this, I was still looking for something new in the podcast world. So tell us a little bit more about how you really grew the concept of a podcast musical. That's, I mean, it's a lot different, I would assume, than putting something on stage. Yes, you are correct. 
I do have another podcast. It's called Les Hangout. I've been doing it for the past four years. Which also go check that one out, please, because I love yes. it. So good. So good. It's a, it is a lot different, but also not different <laughs> in a way. It's just like, because it's conversational. It's me and a co-host. It's very light and fun. And I feel like that's the big part that we've kept with the podcast musical. Lee is my co-host. We have always said that for us, LGBTQ representation is really important, but also fun and happy LGBTQ representation is really important. I found this statistic out the other day that like shattered my soul. Only 5% of lesbian films, movie, TV, end in a happy ending. That's awful. 5%. <laughs> no. And let's think, what's, Single what, is, there, is there, do you have this statistic for like I've been looking I have been really trying I'm to gonna find go Google the actual statistic but I don't think they've ever like thought about that statistic because yeah I don't think about it hetero hasn't movies. been such a like... problem like for us as a community we know when you say five percent to me I understand that because right. I have seen it all I've seen every lesbian movie that exists she's not kidding all... Ellie is a connoisseur of lesbian media and they're um, so sad like they're it so is depressing. because you know for the most I mean there are struggles first of all life is not always rainbows and like wonderful happy unicorn times for people of the lgbtq community however there are so many joyful stories that could be told so that's really disheartening exactly but on the positive side of that that was a big thing that lee and i wanted to do we've been talking on our podcast for four years about all these shows and movies that we wish were happier and we were just like you know what why don't we make our own at this point it's like if nobody's doing it you have to do it yourself right and so for us we're like okay we want to do this thing what are the skills that we have and what can we do? So I'm an audio engineer. I work with Amanda at Clear Harmonies. I know how to make a podcast and I know how to produce music very well. And Lee loves to write songs. She's written a bunch of songs for Les Hangout. We do original songs based on lesbian films. There are Les Sensuals. And so, and usually when she writes them, like they end up sounding like a musical. Like she just has that sort of- She definitely does. Style. Yeah, totally. And so we were like, okay, let's write a musical. And then it just sort of spiraled where, you know, we say it to each other and then we're like, okay, but are we going to do this? I guess we're going to do it. And so we sat down together. We wrote the entire story. We still have this like Google Doc that has our brainstorm that like cracks me up to look at it. The one thing we knew was that we really wanted it to be a romantic comedy because we just don't have enough. And so we were like, what are the tropes that happen in a romantic comedy? And we settled on this like enemies to lovers trope of like, right, like the bar is getting shut down, but the person shutting down the bar is actually really hot and cool. And you're like, oh no. Please tell me and- a U-Haul makes its way into all of this. Sorry, this is an I wish joke with me and Ellie, but I wish, I wish. We couldn't get you. Yeah. Hall to sponsor, unfortunately, so we couldn't use their name, but we did reach out. So U-Haul, if you're listening, we're still interested. U-Haul, if you're listening to our (laughs) podcast on Akaville, shout out. Every yes. time uh, for your shipping needs. But yeah, so we, we came up with this story and we basically like had the storyline, we had the characters, and then we were like, okay, well, how do we actually make this thing happen? How do we turn it from this Google Doc into the musical? And so we pulled together a little bit bigger of a team. We had Valerie Rose Lohman, who had come on Les Hangout. She's an LGBTQ voice actor. 
we had met her before because we interviewed her and she's great. And so we were like, hey, do you know how to do this voice actor thing for us? Would you want to help us produce? So then she hopped on board as our producer. And so she handled all the casting and all the contracts and all that fun stuff that we don't want to do. (laughs) Outsourcing. It is is the most efficient way to be productive. Yes. Yes. And I mean, to be fair, we're still doing a lot, a lot of work ourselves. Four people is not really enough people to pull this thing together. (laughs) And yet we have. And then Caitlin, we had Caitlin Clearhop on board and she wrote our script. So we were like, okay, we know the story, but we need someone who actually like does this, who's a script writer, who's a screenwriter, who can write witty dialogue and make those characters actually come to life. And so then we hired. I have to say, speaking from experience, I recently was trying to write a sitcom myself with a friend and it is hard. Dialogue is hard without making it sound cheesy or try. You start reading it back and you're like, if I watched this on TV, I'd be like, you know, it's, and it's yeah. really hard to also look at your own story with that kind of fine tooth comb, especially something that's like comes from inside mm-hmm. you. Like, so yes. I, I, we, we're still sketching it out. We're still sketching it out, but it is. Caitlin. I just, I looked at my, looked at my writing partner and I was like, I think we're going to help here. So <laughs> definitely a challenge. Yeah. I, I feel very, very grateful to have the team that we have. We hired Caitlin after seeing like a short she had produced. And the script was so witty and just like the dialogue is so great. And we're very, very happy with how the script turned out. So yeah, it's been a really good team to be working with. But like I said, it is just the four of us and like a few people who have been helping a little bit externally. So we've been working very, very hard. Like we have, we all wear many, many hats. I bet. I bet. So a lot of the work that you've done for this has been during covid And not all of your cast members are in the same place. I mean, you and Lee live on opposite ends of the country. How did that all come together? That has been the most difficult part of it. Lee and I do our podcast remotely already. So the two of us have a pretty good handle on it. I would say the rest of the cast, it was a big learning curve. So we, like I said, we have Broadway talent who are used to performing on stage They're not used to sitting in their living room and recording. Or if they do a Broadway cast album, they're going into a studio. Like, they're not recording from their homes ever. So it was a big, big adjustment for them. Well, that Um, and like usually having a producer there to kind of egg you on is, I hate sitting in a booth by myself and trying mm -hmm. to record and being like, was that good enough? Like, I don't, I don't know. Well, (laughs) and frankly, Amanda, you're like in the upper, like very small percent of people who actually understand what a booth is and like (laughs) how to like open up any kind of audio production software on your computer. That's what COVID has really shown a light. It just brought to my attention that there are some really talented musicians out there who have no idea how their stuff gets out to the world. (laughs) Like zero idea. And also, can we talk a little bit about being on opposite ends of the country? I tried to talk to my mom for literally a week when she was visiting Phoenix and I could never sync up the time so kudos to I'm you up late a lot i'm changed i'm up late a lot because of it because <laughs> i'm on east coast so i'm up like we record at 9 p.m my time every time we record so it's a lot but so the actors were not actually recording by themselves they did have to record themselves but we did it all on zoom so like we would have sessions we had four hour block sessions where we would hop on zoom with the actors caitlin and valerie were directing the dialogue lee and i were directing the music 
And so you also, I don't know if you know this, in Zoom, you can control somebody else's screen if they give you access, which is like a lot of power to get to have for one person. I really, I'm shameful. It is shameful, like the little I have learned about Zoom and all of this time, I'm just like, I'll hop on. That's all I know how to do. But yeah, we <laughs> learned that you can control someone's screen. So like, like you said, a lot of the actors had a hard time with the audio software. So I would control their Zoom. I'm basically running the recording session on their computer in Zoom. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's cool. It is really cool to be like, I can be engineering over here. I will say (laughs) if we ever do it again, and to be fair, we have loved it so much, we potentially will do it again. Of course you will. We would do it a lot differently. Ideally, we would like, because of COVID, we had to do it remotely. Ideally, we would get together for two weeks and just record like actually record in a booth or even if we were like in an airbnb and we did like a remote recording like i can bring my setup that would be a lot easier but (laughs) we did it on zoom and we did it over a long span of time we've basically been recording since december and we are still having sessions even like this week we still have a few (laughs) sessions left all of our main cast are done i think when you said you know, there's not a lot of podcast musicals. So 36 Questions had two actors. And there's a reason for that. It's far easier to do two actors, right? Our main cast consists of, I think there's eight main characters. So we've had to record eight different people. And then we have an ensemble that we casted through TikTok, which was really cool. So people like sang along to one of our songs and the best people are in the ensemble. And so there's 10 members of the ensemble. And so they have to record themselves. And then I have to take them and sync them up and put them in all the songs. And then we have, I think maybe four or five cameos. So those are like people who have a name, but maybe have four or five lines and then they sing in the ensemble. So we had to coordinate for all of those actors for all of their Zoom sessions. All right, Broadway, like she can totally handle producing you now. Like just give her a call. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She can handle moving parts. I got you. Tell us a little bit about the, the sourcing on TikTok. I mean, that's, I'm super slow to TikTok too, but that sounds like a project in itself. It was... It really was. I love TikTok, though. I very recently discovered TikTok. I think like a lot of millennials who were like, it's for children. And then you got on and you're like, oh, this is sort of interesting. You're like, it's not for children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like you're really quickly. You're like, yeah, oh, like, hello, yes, TikTok. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And one of the things I've always loved about TikTok since I got on is the duet feature. I like love singing with people on there. And so we just use that to our advantage. We posted on our, we have a TikTok for the flame at the flame musical. We posted on our TikTok and we said, it's an open call for auditions. Here's the show. Here's, we talked about, you know, what the show's about. A lot of people got really on board for a show that features LGBTQ people and it's a happy ending. Like literally that's all you need to get people excited. And then we got over a hundred people who duetted our basically karaoke track of Maybe Today, which we'll probably play a little bit later. We got over 100 people who auditioned. So Lee and I were looking through over 100 auditions and we had to pick our favorites. And that was really hard because we actually had a lot of pretty 
talented and incredible auditions. So yeah, we picked our top 10 and then we had basically one Zoom meeting with all of them, which was actually really nice to actually get to meet these people who sang our song. And then we just sort of said, go, go forth and sing and send it back to us. (laughs) But yeah, it was really cool to see people singing our songs on TikTok. And that's one of the cool things I like about TikTok is that like collaborative aspect of it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I've thought about duetting with Ellie so many times and I'm like, do it. Do it. <laughs> too many people. Too many people. I really, I really should do it with Ellie because I miss duetting with Ellie on stage. We have a, we it. have a special connection. See, it, there's a really weird thing about Ellie is that like I am Ellie. <laughs> True. So for we're listeners, all Ellie, no. Chris, we're all. That's what I asked. Okay, before we started the podcast, I said, Rob, what do I call this? Is this like a time loop continuum? He's like, not really. He's like, it's like a triarent or something triarent or something. I was like, there's like all of us are Ellie. <laughs> in so- true like i don't know how this is like i every time they hand me a mic they're like here eb i'm like yeah <laughs> so for context chris is ellie's replacement in snow day so after ellie moved away from dc for like four years <laughs> and apparently i have some attachment issues and everything for chris is still labeled Slightly. with ellie's you name all over it. it's all over it so <laughs> it's okay and you can't change it because i will then be confused i'll be like ah who's ka <laughs> true tony doesn't know who he is either because he's still yep. chief so it's like i have attachment issues y'all and or i am really just too lazy to change labels it's okay there it is but that's okay <laughs> it's i so still love it's, all of it's, you it's I love it. it makes me feel closer to you and then whenever ellie comes to town to like fill in it's because of me and so like or or because she's gonna do the same role i would do so i never get to actually <laughs> sing with ellie so true but you could if you do it on tiktok yes all right we yes. should do it chris we should okay. totally do it all right, we'll do it together we'll it out. now that we can yes. sing together. Do a nice trio. Now I have to think of a song that I can post that specifically for both of yep. you. I'll figure it out. I know. Yes. Of course really you would. Do it after you you're know. done not sleeping and editing this yes. podcast. Yes. yes. Um, so for, I mean, I want more of this. I want more LGBTQ positive content. I want more musicals, podcast musicals. What would be your advice for people out there that are like, huh, that sounds like something I want to dive into? Oh my gosh. Great question. I think in general for content. My big suggestion is if you want to see it, do it and figure out how you're going to do it. Like that's the thing. I'm like, just jump into it. Try because you're likely not the only person that wants to exactly. see Exactly. If you really think about it, and you have to think about it as a product that you're putting out there, but if it's something that you would go see, and you can think of 10 people that would go see it, then there are other people, people who are just like to. you. And I would say additionally, if you're feeling overwhelmed, which you probably will be, find other people who want to do the same things as you. And I am working also on being better at delegating like do it yourself but also don't do it by yourself this is why ellie and i are friends (laughs) yes because i and just because just because you can't do do it all exactly doesn't mean you should like pick the thing that you're the most passionate about with the project and then be willing to let go of some of the other things that other people might be better at it's a it's a tough that is a really not even better other people might just have more time than you do Exactly. I mean, they don't have to be better. And that's the thing, like, Ellie, how many people have you run into who are like, they could play this role, they could play this role, like, but that's, you know, but you took 
that on, right? But you could have written the script. You're very witty. Thank you. But you didn't. <laughs> you picked someone else, you know? So I'm just saying like, and, but yeah, I think that's excellent advice just because you can. Doesn't yes. You and also like, especially if you want, really want to get something out there, having people help you is going to get you there. You only have yeah, so many hours just, in a day. And it's, it's, it is a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Also, don't be afraid to also then start small. Okay, yes, I'm producing a podcast musical right now, but it's not like, okay, I've never done any audio recording. I've never produced a song. I've never done, you know, take the skills that you have and start small, right? Me and Lee have been producing music together for four years, really. Right. I'm just mean, like Ellie, yeah. one been song doing... at a time every like three months. How long have you been producing I music? Mean, eight Ellie? years um, or so now. Yeah, yeah, eight or, yeah eight years right it's like you don't just overnight know how to do this but it doesn't take a lifetime but you do have to dedicate time to know the skill but if you don't know how to do that there are a ton of people out there that do exactly if you don't know know, how to do it you you have have the time to learn it find someone who does and just like find those gaps and it's worth the money it's worth it because the time that you will spend learning it and doing it it'll be worth it (laughs) agreed you're worth it also if i mean talking about financials also make sure you are figuring out how to compensate yourself for your time. I was so proud of of you for that, Ellie. I I saw like (laughs) raised money for this to get it off the ground, specifically with the intent of paying people for their time of making sure that people weren't just doing this and burning themselves out. Yes. And to be fair, you get what you pay for creative work. You always I think are going to put more and more hours in paid for, but at least like try to get paid. So just like so yeah, for us, that was a crowdfunding campaign. We are getting sponsors for the show. We are still, even as the show was coming out, we are thinking, okay, what are our next monetization strategies? Because we have worked very hard and we've put a lot of hours into the... When you hear it, it will be very apparent there have been a lot of hours put into this work. But yeah, so we're we're still thinking about that. And I think like that's very, very important to me as a creative person who has dedicated a lot of time to my creative work and also working with other creative people who I want to compensate for their work. That's very, very, very important. Amen. And I know as a performer that I will do a lot more for someone who just is upfront with me that they want me to be compensated and they're doing everything in their absolute power to do that. And they're just very clear at like, this is our message. This is what we want to put out. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to get us all the best we can, you know, and I think you'll find people who really, they're doing it for the right reasons, but they also, they care about themselves. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to find just people who are doing it for the right reasons. You also need to find people who, who care about themselves enough to say, I'm worth this. And I'm willing to give you this. Let's do it. Let's work together. And if if you're honest, like people are going to give you more. For sure. It's true. So Ellie, it launches. You guys have a big launch on June 2nd, correct? Can you tell us more more about the launch? Yes, we launch officially on June 2nd. We are up pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. There is a link in all of our social media bios where you can find all of the subscriptions. But we also will be having weekly listening parties on Zoom. They're completely free. Every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will all hop on Zoom and we will listen together. The creators of the show will be there, meaning myself and Lee and Valerie and Caitlin. And so we'll listen to the episode. We'll do a little Q&A. We'll talk about it. I'm hoping that we get a lot of people there because I... 
am really excited to see other people's reactions to it in real time. But yeah, so that's that's like our big launch day will be you can listen to it on your own as much as you want. But if you want to listen to it with other yeah, people. Yeah, and remind me, are you going to be releasing them episode by episode or are you? Yeah. So each week we'll get a new episode. We're not going to get like I every week is a new episode. We were debating. We went back and forth on that. But I like every week because also then we can make it an event that happens every week. Yeah, you only get one chance. You only get exactly. one chance to like release it. And it's then once out, you release yeah. it, it's out there in its entirety. You know, so you get that one chance to kind of release it. But I also wonder how scary that is to say, okay, I'm going to bust this up and I'm going to leave you hanging and I'm going to open myself up to hear yep. everybody's thoughts in between. A lot, a lot of, of thinking time. Lot yes, of, I am. I will say that is one of the fears and like nervousness that has been coming up as we're getting closer to launch is like what are people gonna think obviously i'm obsessed with it i love it i think that people are gonna love it but i also know that like maybe some people won't and that's okay like i'm also just trying to like <laughs> breathe that out it's fine you, somebody said at a conference like, yeah i'm like it. you just you have to know that like you did your best and you put something out that you're proud of somebody said this the other day at a conference that i went to that it like has still stuck with me is if nobody is giving you hate comments or is like giving you critiques, you ha- you're not growing enough. You have right? put it as out soon as I got my of- negative comment. I was like, I've made it. Thank you. Yeah. The haters are here. Exactly. I'm like, if you're reaching people completely outside of the circles you even were trying to reach, success. Cool. More people are hearing it, even if they hate it. Well, and I think we're going to be, I think we all Mm -hmm. need to be ready for that because we've lived in a little bit of a bubble. We've been able to mute people and we've been able to like turn off comments and post whatever we want and like protect our ears from things we don't want to see and hear. And like, I think we need to remember that there's a time when there were critiques (laughs) about live performances and we didn't get to control what people saw. Like other people had opinions. Like it wasn't just we got to put our art out there because yeah. we wanted to. Somebody had to hire us and somebody came and said what they thought about it. And I I, I think it's, again, it's growth. We also need to remember mm-hmm. to be kind to one another. And, yes, constructive um, criticism, folks. Yes. It's an art. Yeah. And, and honestly, construction, criticism doesn't have to happen. I don't really strongly encourage people to criticize anyone. I always say people need to speak their truth. And if it really feels it's weighing on them, please, you know, say, speak your truth. But remember to be kind. This is someone's art. This someone's is soul. A lot. A lot. Yeah. So, Ellie, we want to close out with listening to one of the pieces or a piece of one of the pieces. Can you tell us a little bit about what we're going to play? The song we're about to hear is called Maybe Today. This is Jamie's big I want song in the first episode. I like to say it's like the lesbian Disney princess song that we never got to get. You know, it's very hopeful. She's singing. I mean, I think we got one. Yeah, you're talking about like Elsa? Love- <laughs> yeah, just a little love. I mean, but in the second Elsa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Into the unknown, yeah. like... Whoa! You are so correct. You are so correct. But our first canon lesbian, you know? But yeah, so this song is all about Jamie's had a hard time in love. She proposed to her ex-girlfriend. It's the year anniversary where her ex-girlfriend said no to the proposal. But she's waking up and she's like, you know what? Maybe today I will find the love of my life. I have to keep believing that like someday my princess will come, basically. Our first out. Exactly. Exactly. So this is maybe today i hope you enjoy it ever since i was young i've been dreaming 
of a life, a future with her. And the day we'd meet, she'd sweep me off my feet, and I wouldn't be alone. I see these happy couples tie in the Find what they've got. I try to look on the bright side. I'll find a girl at the right time. Till then, every day I'll say. a pleasure to hang out with you and get to chat with you. We need to find a way to do this in person soon. It's always a pleasure and I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the premiere of The Flame, an original musical podcast. Thank you so much and see we'll you, next, see you Tuesday. next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>